Welcome to 95 Mac Daily for Thursday, November 3rd, 2022. I'm Chance Miller. Leading off today, Apple has been developing its own modem chips for the iPhone, and some reports had suggested the company would start using them as soon as 2023. But now, a statement from current Apple modem supplier Qualcomm suggests that Apple will keep using third-party modems rather than use its own for the iPhone 15 next year. According to Bloomberg, Qualcomm confirmed to investors on Wednesday that it will, quote, retain its current foothold of modem supplies to Apple. Previously, Qualcomm had said it expected to supply only 20% of Apple's modem demand for 2023. Apple has been working to develop its own in-house modems for the last few years as it looks to reduce its reliance on Qualcomm. Apple acquired Intel's smartphone modem division for a billion dollars in 2019, and in the process it gained a portfolio of over 17,000 patents and over 2,200 Intel employees. Qualcomm and Apple, meanwhile, engaged in a lengthy and nasty legal battle over licensing fees and patent royalty fees. The two companies eventually reached a six-year agreement, which expires in 2025. Apple, of course, is hoping to have its own in-house modems available by then, but we now know that we won't see Apple's modems next year with the iPhone 15. In other news today, the Apple TV application is taking a page out of the playbook of other streaming services and rolling out a new design that more heavily pushes featured content over the more useful up-next aggregation. With a change rolling out starting today, the first thing you'll see when you open the TV app on your iPhone, iPad, Mac, or Apple TV is a row of content dedicated to what Apple classifies as featured. This dedicated row for featured content replaces the previous top-level navigation row for up-next. The Up Next category in the Apple TV app aggregates the next episodes of TV shows you're watching from any application that integrates with the TV app, which is basically any streaming service app other than Netflix. It also integrates new releases of shows you've previously watched, as well as movies or other longer-form content that you may have been in the process of watching. So with this change, the featured row is now at the very top, and you'll have to scroll down to find the up next row. This change matches what many other streaming services have already done, including Netflix and Hulu. Those companies explained that moving the featured content to the top and moving the up next or continue watching sections further down helps users discover new content that they might not have otherwise known was available. But of course, it also helps those companies increase engagement by requiring the user to scroll down to view the content they actually want to continue watching. Running out today, the next time you check the forecast in the Apple Weather application, you might be greeted with a bit of Apple News integration. With iOS 16.2, which is currently in public and developer beta, Apple has added Apple News integration for regional weather stories to the weather app. So, for example, looking at the weather for San Francisco you might find a link to a San Francisco Chronicle article about Bay Area weather conditions as a new data point for things you need to know about the weather in the area. Tapping the link to the story in the weather app then takes you directly to the Apple News application where you can read it in full. 
As it stands today, Apple News integration into the Weather app appears to be limited to certain U.S. cities, and it's not widely available everywhere just yet. Apple also doesn't let you customize which data tiles are present in the Weather app, and there are no settings for disabling Apple News integration. So even if you don't want to view Apple News in the Weather app, you don't have a choice. This continues Apple's strategy of integrating its different services between one another. For instance, the Stocks application presents relevant business stories from Apple News based on which companies you follow. This is a smart way to populate these different apps with useful data, but there should probably be a way to disable the different integrations, especially as this decision to bring Apple News to weather is already facing criticism. That wraps up another day and another week of 9to5Mac Daily. We'll be back on Monday for a full week of Apple News. As always, if you like the show, please be sure to subscribe in Apple's podcast app or in Overcast or wherever you listen every day and toss us a five-star rating and a review to help more people find the show. You can follow along with all the Apple News 24-7 on 9to5Mac.com. Follow me on Twitter at Chance H. Miller. And be sure to come back on Monday for a full week of Apple News.